0: Hello, and welcome to another light reading podcast, The Notebook Dump Edition. Congratulations, you have made it through yet another week. How did you even do that, given that it's a new year and everything? Good Lord. It seems it seems like every day now, I have to spend the first part of my day talking to myself about what day it is and where I am in the week. <laughs> is anybody else having this problem? I do, all the time. And somebody says last year, I have no idea what that means anymore. (laughs) Um, uh, But so here, here I am a man without time. Uh, I'm Phil Harvey. I'm an editor at light reading. Uh, Let's go in the order uh, that we're going to cover for intros.
1: Are we supposed to know that? Yeah, I think that was my cue for me. I'm sorry. Hey, uh, Jeff Baumgartner here, (laughs) senior editor at light reading and first in line, um, which I forgot. Um, I, I'm still kind of, I don't know if Mike agrees, but I'm still digging, feeling like I'm still digging out from uh, CES to a degree. It's kind of a weird way to start the year again. You're kind of going like uh, full speed and then you're like, okay, what was going on (laughs) when you come back to Earth? But uh, uh, as far as like my notebook, uh, this week, uh, even though it's the start of the new year, it's... Tis still the season of layoffs, apparently. Um, This week, DirecTV confirmed that uh, it's doing a layoff that's going to impact about uh, 10% of its managers, and reportedly, when you put it all together, it's like hundreds of employees. Um, So that's kind of coming together as DirecTV is looking to cut costs in different ways uh, in this tough pay TV business. That's been getting decimated by cord cutting. So, not a great way to start off the year for pay TV since it was uh, hit like a new rock bottom as the overall rate of decline reached a worst ever, like minus 6.2% in Q3 2022. So, we just have the whole new round of Q4 earnings on the horizon. So, we'll see. If it's getting worse, or is it, you know, are we finally leveling out? Have we found the uh the floor? Uh that's all to come. Um, maybe in a bit of good news from the on the TV side, uh, Fox is gonna broadcast all of its uh NFL playoff coverage in uh 4K. It sounds like they're gonna upconvert like 1080p to to 4K with high dynamic range. So uh if you're Uh, customer for certain distributors, whether it's Comcast or Altice, I don't have the whole list in front of me, but if you have a 4K display and a 4K capable set top or streaming device, uh, you're going to be able to take in some of those games and all the glory of uh, 4K. So at least there's a little positive thing (laughs) coming out of uh, the TV industry. So those are a couple things this week.
0: Quick question, uh, two quick questions. Um, <clears throat> one serious, no. one not so much. Uh, or actually, just a point: uh, the the Directv thing. Um, it's not just that pay TV is hitting, you know, continuing to uh, be less popular among consumers, and they're seeking uh, streaming options and other things. But there was also that NFL uh, Sunday Ticket thing, right? Um, that that right. Uh, Directv used to be the exclusive provider. Of the 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 most uh, I guess expensive subscription product by the most popular sports league in the U.S. and that got yanked away to uh, YouTube TV or Google. So yeah, um, right that 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 seems Good point. like point. Yeah. You're right
1: because I think you're right. It's been the exclusive home to Directv for its, its entire existence, <laughs> basically going to the early days of direct TV right around when it launched. I mean, that was like a big uh, selling point for them. Um, Not as much now, but, uh, but to your point uh, I think the NFL uh, you know, kind of figured out that uh, you know, they need to open that up and streaming uh, is a way that uh, a lot of people are accessing their TV, but yeah. So YouTube TV is going to offer it as an add on and then, YouTube Premium channels, I think it's called, will offer it as like a standalone if you're not a right. YouTube TV subscriber. So that'll all start with the uh, the new season. Um, I've never subscribed to it. I don't know. Is anybody here? I'm sure Nicole, right? Big NFL fan. Oh
2: yeah, uh, I can't <laughs> I can't miss a game. Um, I think I love all the the hitting they the kicking they do <laughs> yeah. at the game. Nicole, is oh, fan of the kicking parts. That forward no. <laughs> exactly. motion,
0: I'm going get. I love all the kicking they do. <laughs> the at, kicking is so good. As
3: oh my god, that kick
0: put on a t shirt and sell that. That's that's the new light. <laughs> no no.
3: At least Nicole likes <laughs> the kickers, they don't, they don't get enough <laughs> love. They don't, it, they don't do a
2: lot of no, kicking, no. right? No. That's not even what, what
3: they're doing. Never
0: mind. <laughs> It's just a great thing to hear.
3: <laughs> Basically, <laughs> they just like wind up the kickers, plug them in yeah, in between okay. and you know, charge them up.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I had to, I trialed it one time when I had DirecTV. They gave it to us free for three months or something like that. It's a pretty amazing service. The problem is it's uh, super expensive. The way that YouTube is implementing it is they're trying to make it so that you're not able, you, you don't have to be a subscriber to their Version of a pay TV replacement, you can just subscribe to the thing individually. I think that's more attractive for consumers. It seems to be what they want. And I think on the backside of that, um, that move in general has kind of validated YouTube TV as a suitable replacement for your satellite TV service in the minds of some consumers. Like they're seeing that and saying, like, well, okay, if the NFL, this multi billion dollar. You know, sports league is betting on it. It must be a pretty safe thing. It's probably going to be around a while. So, um, so yeah, I thought that was a pretty significant uh, point. The other thing I was going to ask you is whether up converting to 4K if that makes the players taller, it makes them wider, does change anything?
1: <laughs> you know, I'll let you know. I'm going to find out. I'm, I'm kind of. I, th- I think what happens is, uh, yeah, I think it's recorded in like 1080p, and there's like an up conversion to, to 4K to uh improve the the resolution of the the signal so they're claiming it'll be broadcast in 4k format cool. um I did watch some World Cup in 4k oh, yeah. um you know on my 4k TV it didn't wasn't a big difference quite honestly um between the the regular HD feed and uh, kind of 4k kind
0: of, kind of <laughs> feed
1: <laughs> it didn't change the game at all you know it didn't become like a 20 to 14 soccer game or you know football uh, as they football say and, you know, the rest of the world but uh, that would be uh, a thing
0: if you could uh up yeah. convert to 4k yeah. and then suddenly soccer players get to shoot lasers out of their eyes or something it
1: might it might <laughs> add more to the game <laughs> become like the BattleBots yeah, version of soccer. Really and, um, oh, there we go. I was,
2: I was annoyed you didn't use it after your joke. It Feels took so long for, for, for it. Open it. All right. uh, I'm
0: trying not
3: to overuse it. Okay, but, so it's like, wait, just wait. Uh, okay, okay. okay.
0: Uh, right. for, for time considerations, let's let's move on to Kelsey. Okay. What's in your notebook?
3: This uh, so I got a cloud roundup <laughs> coming up uh, this week. A um, couple updates from um, some data center providers and also service providers. Um, Global Cloud Exchange and TampNet Carrier are partnering up in the Nordic region to um, expand uh, data center capacity um, and connectivity in that area. Um, also IDC, uh, released a forecast that, uh, enterprise application revenue is going to increase from about 280 billion, uh, in 2022 to about 385 billion in 2026. And they said that, um, two thirds of that is due to investment in public cloud software. Um, so that seems pretty significant, Billions of dollars.
0: Yeah, yeah, not not a su- not a surprise, but that is a pretty yeah. big amount. So, uh,
3: and then Microsoft fun also fungible. acquired a startup Fungible, I guess that's how you say it, Fungible, Fungible, yep. fungible. <laughs> to um, help support their data center and infrastructure. So, going to get into that as well.
0: And they were just data center, uh, what operations infrastructure or kind of an OSS? I think so.
3: Thing? Um, but I'll, I'll yeah. dig in more to that and have an update. I'm this just week.
0: I have no idea. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing.
1: Well, fungible, I hear fungible. I NFT. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Which that's is totally another thing out, I don't right, really understand
0: anything to do with, um, yeah. you know, discredited or, 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 highly suspect financial instruments. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Isn't Microsoft going to buy <laughs> chat GPT, our new, mm-hmm. open? uh,
0: there, I, you know, Probably not, but I bet they're working that's on yeah, something. Rumor, yeah. I bet they're all intrigued enough by the technology that they I can. I mean,
2: use. if they buy it and bury it in Bing, then fine. <laughs> that, that ends the concern.
0: <laughs> Putting anything <laughs> in Bing is pretty <laughs> That's Definitely. where we should
2: hide all of our enemies. No. <laughs> oh,
0: yes. <laughs> yes. Got the rim shot. Okay. Well, if you received the rim shot, uh, that's that's a good thing.
1: Kelsey's
3: I
2: know. Chelsea's got gonna, gonna like, finger my finger drum yeah, to go. <laughs> I, I, I can't
0: reach. Uh, I can't. I can't uh, turn those off. Uh, you're, you're your own uh, admin. Oh my right. god. So yeah. So it's just Kelsey with the out of control. <laughs> okay, I'm
3: done. I'm done.
0: And apparently a baseball. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> hey,
1: we were talking football. That That's from baseball. that game
2: where they roll the ball <laughs> around. Right?
1: Yeah. Oh
0: boy. Yeah. Like this is, wow. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, just yeah, Nicole. I'm sorry <laughs> the <new ESPN> anchor. <laughs> are you
3: even American <laughs> I'm barely I, we're
0: supposed to go to Mike next I can't for the life of me yeah. think of a transition so Mike over to <laughs> you
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take it from here thanks Phil appreciate it uh, Kelsey will you just have a rim shot after everything I say thank you I appreciate it I so T- T-Mobile is uh, reportedly in talks to acquire Mint Mobile. Oh,
3: sorry.
0: <laughs>
4: Good. This is going well.
0: Whenever he pauses, he <laughs> yeah, exactly. how much longer do you think you have?
4: About, uh, <laughs> I got at least. It's, all- it's the rimshot edition. The rimshot edition. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, anyway, so yeah, T-Mobile. T- I'll, I'll, uh, as much as I want more rim shots, I'll, I'll continue without them. Thank you, though, Kelsey. I appreciate it. Uh,
3: I, so, call in the chat is like, can we please just call the drummer roll? Please, please, I'm begging, I'm begging.
4: Sure, gotcha.
2: Begging you all to it's meet a teenager, get updated on the lingo, <laughs> and start using the words. Drummer, Liz. <laughs> okay.
0: About it. <laughs> uh, fortunately, uh, no one under 50 is listening to this. That's so right. Like, no, yeah. We're
3: I good hope good anyone good. listening is just we're like on a rowing machine so they're like not falling off their elliptical. Yeah.
2: No,
0: right. <laughs> How ridiculous <laughs> we and are. Probably at this point.
4: Anyway. So, Mike. So, yeah. T Mobile is. What are we doing? <laughs> going to acquire Mint Mobile? I think that's all I have to say. Actually, that's, that's the <laughs> only thing that i my notebook. it seriously? That's,
1: now wait wait well, I got a question because I saw God, my oh, Mike makes... I thought it was... <laughs> now with Mint Mobile they already they use the T-Mobile network right? So what's the value? Is it just the subscriber base or kind of what? I, I see the commercials but I'm like, yeah, why isn't what, Ryan what is Ryan Reynolds Mint... like?
3: Does really
1: like he own it or
3: something?
1: That's what he says
4: the, in the commercials. What, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's like the Deadpool. So yeah. Re, Ryan Reynolds owns yeah. some of Mint Mobile, not all of it, okay. but some of it. And uh, yeah, rumor is that he he and, and really the company that owns Mint Mobile is called Ultra Mobile. And the CEO of Ultra Mobile is a guy named David Glickman. And supposedly he's been trying to sell Ultra Mobile and Mint Mobile for like years now. And the, the rumor is, uh, from what I've heard from my sources is that he's asking way too much, um, for that. It's, uh, Mint Mobile and Ultra Mobile are, they're prepaid and the, the, the average revenue per user is really low. And supposedly, uh, David Glickman has been asking, uh, a lot for the, for, to sell those businesses and, and, um, He's been shopping him around for a while, supposedly. So, T-Mobile is reportedly kicking the tires on it, according to Bloomberg. Uh, but uh, uh, no, no deal in the works, as far as we know. But um, we'll see if T-Mobile actually buys actually buys Mint Mobile. Rimshot. Okay. Oh, sorry, might mobile. be having a little bit of
0: technical difficulties here. Uh, but I, I think, in general, the the main carriers all since. Since the U.S. market is completely saturated, you know, as far as smartphones go and everybody has service and at least one device on some kind of plan, they're probably looking for, um, you know, alternate brands and MVNOs to be uh, access to either uh, different income segments, different consumers that spend a little bit differently. That maybe consume, uh, you know, mobile services a little bit differently, and also possible expansion, you know, because that's the really the only way they're going to grow in a completely saturated market, because the iPhone and Samsung smartphone refresh cycle isn't, uh, you know, happening every quarter when they report earnings. It's happening every every year, which is still too fast. Um, but uh, to, does I think that kind of. Uh, Maybe also part of the motivation, especially on T-Mobile's part, is not just not just that it's more c- customers, but it's a completely different kind of customer that has a completely different kind of spending pattern.
4: Yeah, I'm sure they're kicking the tires, but we'll find out if that actually results in a deal or not.
0: Okay, great. Uh, let's go to uh, uh, the guardian of the urban dictionary, uh, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Thank you for that You're drum welcome. roll, Kelsey. Yes, that was really nice of you to offer up a drum roll. Um, <laughs> uh, not to be a you know broken record on this podcast, but I am going to talk about the FCC broadband map again, uh, specifically because by the time this goes up, we're recording on Thursday afternoon. Um, when this goes up on Friday the thirteenth, um, it will be the day. Yup that's just that's the sound if you walk into the fcc office that's all you're hearing on a loop Soundy
0: friday the 13th at the fcc just, right i
1: don't have a spooky <laughs> button so. So,
2: so this
0: is what happens when that's we the spookiest of- i, round I round mean,
2: round I round mean round. that's spooky to me the idea of being at a baseball game oh, my <laughs> so God. many people hours wow. in public okay shuddering. um so anyway uh oh, this will this will be outdated by the time um, this this podcast goes live on the Internet and by the time people actually watch it. But uh, the, the challenge deadline is is tomorrow, Friday, the 13th, um, despite, you know, an immense amount of pressure for the FCC to move it because there's been all sorts of complaints that the maps are not accurate enough and that the states need more time to get their challenges in, yada, yada, yada. Now, the FCC has, as of this recording, not offered more time. I don't expect that they're going to extend that deadline. I expect by the time, um, I maybe by Monday or, or maybe tomorrow, we'll hear from Rosenworcel on how many challenges they received and any next steps. But simultaneously, the FCC also opened another data collection process that's going on between now and March 1st to get Uh, another round of data for the map from the ISPs, um, updated from December 31st, 2022. So the challenges coming in now are for the data that was prior to uh, December, um, that was submitted from, uh, I guess, up until November. So it remains to be seen uh, how different the map gets from that data, how that does or doesn't help resolve the challenges. Um, but all of this is uh, once again relevant because the NTIA is going to use this map. Um, it said, they said by June 30th to make state by state beat allocations. So I think between now and then, we're just going to hear a lot of um, uh, probably from within the states, from within the consumer groups, from the ISPs themselves, maybe uh, about how the process is or isn't going to resolve the challenges. But I'm not sure how much. More'll we'll we hear directly from the fCC um, about uh input on changing the maps. I think this might be it for the um, for at least the the bead allocations um, there's one other deadline tomorrow that's relevant to the industry. Senator John Thune, a Republican from South Dakota, had issued um, a request for information basically from industry groups and other relevant parties about the biden administration's broadband programs and stuff it's basically an effort i think to start a bunch of republican oversight over the way the administration is carrying out the 65 billion dollars in broadband funding um so we will see what comes of that the deadline was originally last week but he moved it to the same date as the fcc um challenge deadline just to i don't know make everyone's lives better or worse unclear um so that's it yeah more to more to come fun policy stuff
0: um as promised i did look at my broadband map for my neighborhood um uh surprisingly well the, the one thing i learned was that there were uh at least 4 different um no 3 different satellite providers and one fixed wireless provider that i had never heard of that all claimed that they covered uh, uh you know my neighborhood in uh, broadband that was at least 25 megabits per second uh, upstream or no downstream and 3 megabits per second upstream which is the old FCC uh, broadband definition. Um, so that was surprising because uh, everyone in my neighborhood, neighbors that I've talked to and folks that I was messaging uh, uh, with on uh, our little neighborhood group on Facebook said that uh, I am old, uh, that, uh, uh, that AT&T as the fiber provider, uh, T-Mobile as a fixed wireless provider, those are really the only ones that had ever sold into this neighborhood. And, um, and so it was kind of surprising that, other, uh, you know, quite a few other providers. So now, now we have up to six or seven providers claiming to provide service here. And maybe they do, or maybe they technically have the coverage, but I would have no way of knowing, you know, how to even compare prices for their services or get in touch with them. And, and I wonder if that uh, experience is at all similar to other uh, consumers around, around the U S and, you know, they look at the thing and they're surprised at how many companies they see covering their neighborhood.
2: Yeah. I saw satellite providers that I didn't expect to see in my neighborhood too, but like I wouldn't even consider reaching out to a satellite provider in New York city. Like I, yeah. so I, I, had no idea that they were. Unless you
0: had me. a rooftop apartment and you were outdoors <laughs> yeah. all the
2: time. That. that sounds <laughs> nice. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, a uh, so, on a roof. well, I, I wonder if there's a, <laughs> um, a minimum amount of, you know, coverage they could provide, but it's just like, I, is anybody going to use it? Or is it something that's baked into some other consumer, you know, product or, and or offer or something like that? Like maybe they have to claim it because it's, you know, something that they use for an automobile, uh, uh, you know, emergency thing or something like that. I'm, I'm not really sure, but I'm, I'm very, uh, 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 very curious uh about um how many other providers people found when they went to the broadband map and i'll never know now because the deadline is today it's, if you're listening
2: it's to, to to, right today we live in the future on um, this podcast that's right in the future um, alone the on a room. Well, i should clarify though that you can continue to submit challenges the challenge challenges are going to be rolling um in terms of being accepted but uh for the beat, purpose of the beat allocation, there the deadline is today. Today,
0: right? And just to confirm, one more thing: sure. Mike did nothing whatsoever with the broadband Hates. map. Did, just Mike didn't loves the
2: digital divide. No,
4: no, I, I didn't look at it. I don't, I don't want to do anything with it. Please don't make me do that. Thank you, uh,
2: yeah, Mike. Are you like That's one of not- these people? <laughs> Mike's like I didn't register to vote because that's how they get you for jury duty. Like right. he's still he's still Actually, in that mindset. Oh, kind of,
4: like. I a, got a jury, jury duty summons for February also. So
2: I don't well, want any of that us on so a funny. jury. <laughs> My last jury duty was February, late February of 2020, and it was hmm. like you know. A scary time to be stepping into a courtroom, and I remember I bought a bottle of Purell at a Walgreens across the street, and that was the last time I saw Purell at a Walgreens for many, many months to come.
0: Yeah. you, you bet you felt silly for drinking <laughs> wow. it all at one stop. But...
2: <laughs> hey, we all have our way of getting through drinking. <laughs>
0: Your hand off that button.
4: <laughs> no.
0: Yeah. What's wrong with you? <laughs> they-
4: <laughs> oh, goodness. I think we have
0: all to right. stop this now. Hey, guess what, everybody? It's Friday. <laughs> Clearly, we've been in Friday mode for a while now. We're going to get better at this as the year yeah. goes on. This is no, only. No, we're
2: not. Week. We're all getting fired as soon as this goes up. <laughs>
0: We promised to uh, uh, add more buttons. Yeah. Keep adding buttons to Kelsey's uh, panel there and it'll get better and better. But uh, uh, all right. Uh, uh, last call. Any any last thing anybody wants to share? Um,
3: I have a mug with a llama eating a pizza in space. That's all I wanted to share. I wish
0: you were kidding, but you're not. <laughs> yeah.
3: It's like, hmm, pizza in space. Oh, my goodness.
0: Yeah. I think that's something If you
2: listen, go. if you listen to the audio version of this, you're yeah, missing out. Really yeah, I know. He's on both sides
0: uh, too.
3: Get over to the video. He's he all the way around.
0: Here, I think that's our our cutaway shot there for the for the episode. It's just the uh, Kelsey, <laughs> Kelsey's <laughs> llama, <he's a>
3: <laughs> llamas in space.
0: All right, that concludes notebook dump for the work week, ending Friday, the thirteenth, January thirteenth. Uh, thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. Have a great weekend. I knew it! I wish it
1: was <laughs>